Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2014. Recent Motor Vehicle Fuel Tax Proposals. Issue. This issue review will review recent legislative proposals to amend Iowa's motor vehicle fuel tax, the history of Iowa's motor fuel tax, fuel consumption forecasts, and system needs identified by the Iowa Department of Transportation, or DOT. Estimated revenue changes are based on recent proposals and will be estimated and compared for fiscal year 2015 through fiscal year 2024. Affected Agencies, Iowa Department of Transportation, or DOT, Iowa County Engineers, City Governments, State Parks, and State Institutional Roads. Code Authority, Iowa Code Chapter 452A and 312. Background, the motor fuel tax was established by the Iowa General Assembly in 1925. Several key road-related acts were enacted in the 1920s. These include establishing secondary and primary roads and delineating the jurisdiction of the Transportation Commission and counties. The outline of the structure established in the 1920s remains similar today. Since the 1920s, the motor fuel tax has been central to road construction in Iowa and increased by the General Assembly periodically. Before 1989, the time elapsed since the last fuel tax increased ranged from 1 to 18 years. The last fuel tax increase was in 1989. Current fuel tax rates per gallon and gallon equivalency. Gasoline, 21 cents. Ethanol, 19 cents. Diesel, 22.5 cents. Aviation jet fuel, 3 cents. Liquid petroleum, 22.5 cents. Compressed natural gas, 21 cents. Liquefied natural gas, 22.5 cents, and aviation gas, 8 cents. In 1942, Iowa established constitutional protections for motor fuel and motor vehicle registration revenue. Iowa Constitution Article 7, Section 8 required that all motor vehicle registration fees and all licenses and excise taxes on motor vehicle fuel, except cost of administration, shall be used exclusively for the construction, maintenance, and supervision of the public highways exclusively within the state or for the payment of bonds issued or to be issued for the construction of such public highways and payment of interest on such bonds. In 1949, the General Assembly established the Road Use Tax Fund, or RUTF, the major source of funding for construction, maintenance, and supervision of Iowa's highways. Fuel tax has been a major revenue source for the fund. The RUTF revenue collected by the state treasurer and distributed to the DOT, counties, and cities by formula. Over the years, the General Assembly has adjusted the allocation formula. Currently, 47.5% is allocated to the DOT for primary roads, 24.5% to counties for secondary roads, 8% to counties for farm-to-market roads, and 20% to cities. Today, the RUTF receives revenue from fuel taxes, registration and title fees, new vehicle registration fees, the balance from the Statutory Allocations Fund, or SAF, and several other revenue sources. In 2009, the General Assembly created the Transportation Investment Moves the Economy in the 21st Century Fund, or TIME-21 Fund, consisting of revenue from annual registration fees, title fees, and trailer registration fees collected due to changes in the TIME-21 Act. Beginning in fiscal year 2010, the TIME-21 Fund began to contribute to road funding. Due to the increase of several fees and the creation of the TIME-21 Fund, the share of the state road funding from fuel tax has declined from a high of 48% in fiscal year 1990 to 32.9% in fiscal year 2013. Current Situation. This section will illustrate current and future annual funding needs, fuel efficiencies, 
and flattening vehicle miles traveled, or VMT, that reduce fuel tax receipts. Road Studies and Recent Changes During the 2000s, the DOT conducted four studies that analyzed the needs of Iowa roadways compared to anticipated funding differences, or typically referred to as shortfall, by the department. These 20-year studies, completed in 2002, 2006, 2008, and 2011, identified a funding shortfall for the state road system and recommended new revenue and efficiencies. The most recent shortfall of $215 million is often the subject of recent funding proposals. The 20-year funding need figure includes total estimated funding to cover all maintenance and construction on highways and a subcategory referred to as critical needs that are, quote, necessary to support and grow Iowa's economy. The DOT utilized a Federal Highway Administration model to identify future needs and develop a road needs inventory. Needs are calculated in future dollars, and the estimate includes administration, maintenance, and construction. The model assumes the current transportation system will be maintained. The future value of these projects is estimated by using an average of recent growth in construction costs. The DOT maintains the Iowa Road Construction Cost Index that shows a history of construction cost changes based on types of road construction materials. Road funding in Iowa is collected at three levels of government, state, local, and federal. To project the adequacy of revenue to cover roadway needs, the DOT developed 20-year revenue projections. The DOT study also outlined the impact of inflation on the buying power of road funding dollars. Fuel tax receipts for fiscal year 2013 totaled $439 million. Adjusting to the DOT Road Construction Cost Index in 1986 dollars, receipts totaled $160.5 million. Needs Studies The 2002 study, typically called the Ad Hoc Study, developed recommendations intended to increase efficiency and maximize funding available for road construction, but it did not address an overall funding shortfall. The General Assembly has adopted several study recommendations, 2003 Iowa Acts Chapter 144, including transferred 712 miles of roads to county and city governments, transferred jurisdiction of farm-to-market extensions in cities with less than 500 population to counties, allowed counties to classify roads as Area Service System C with the passage of an ordinance or resolution, System C roads have lower maintenance requirements. Iowa Code Section 309.57. The DOT stated that these changes increased funding available to the DOT by $45 million per year. The LSA does not have the data to confirm this estimate. The 2006 RUTF study requested by the General Assembly reviewed the 20-year needs of Iowa roads compared to estimated revenue based on recent revenue trends and construction costs. The study determined the total 20-year needs of the road system exceeded anticipated revenue by $27.7 billion, or $1.4 billion per year. Of that amount, $4 billion, or $200 million per year, is considered critical by the DOT. Included within this classification was resurfacing, repairing, and replacing pavement and bridges on high-volume roads. The General Assembly adopted several study recommendations, 2007 Iowa Acts Chapter 200, 2008 Iowa Acts Chapter 1113, including raising an additional $200 million per year and allocating new revenue by establishing the Time-21 Fund, funded by annual registration revenue exceeding of $392 million per year, 
and trailer and title fees. To date, annual Time-21 fund receipts have not exceeded $141.7 million. Distributing Time-21 fund money by the following formula, 60% to the DOT, 20% to counties, and 20% to cities. Continuing to evaluate road funding sources and regularly assessing the ability of revenue to cover construction and maintenance needs. The DOT is required to conduct this assessment every five years. The DOT stressed that these changes were essential to complete improvements on several significant primary roads. The DOT published a Time-21 fund study in 2008 that updated funding shortfall figures and provided further options to increase road funding. Unlike the prior study, 2006 RUTF study, the sole recommendation was that additional revenue be secured to fund critical shortfalls. The study estimated the impact of recent Time-21 fund fee increases and reanalyzed the total road funding shortfall. The Time-21 study found that the annual critical needs shortfall had grown to $267 million with an overall shortfall of $1.5 billion per year. Several Revenue raising mechanisms were introduced, but no recommendations were made. In 2011, Governor Branstad appointed the Governor's Transportation 2020 Citizen Advisory Transportation Commission, or CAC, to, quote, assess the condition of Iowa's roadway system while evaluating the current and future funding available to best address the system needs. Simultaneously, the DOT released a five-year road study that provided the most recent road funding estimates. The report estimated the annual critical road funding shortfall at $215 million per year and $1.6 billion for all needs. The CAC made six funding recommendations. Three of the recommendations were adopted and three were not. Adopted recommendations. Review the operation, maintenance, and improvement of Iowa's roadways to increase efficiency. Governor Branstad directed the DOT to identify $50 million in savings per year. The DOT required to file efficiency reports with the General Assembly annually. Study and identify vehicles and equipment that use Iowa's roadways that either pay no user fee or a reduced fee. The DOT completed a user fee analysis in 2012. The CAC did not recommend fee changes and increase the registration fee for electric vehicles to match other passenger vehicles. These recommendations have not been adopted. Require the DOT to assess road funding adequacy every two years rather than five years. Raise a minimum of $215 million annually to cover the critical needs shortfall and allocate new revenue to the Time-21 fund up to the $225 million cap. Fuel efficiency. Parallel to ongoing concerns over roadway construction needs is improvement in fuel efficiencies that are reducing fuel tax receipts. Increased fuel efficiency in passenger vehicles, also due to hybrid and electric cars, will further decrease fuel consumption over the next few decades. To encourage further fuel efficiency improvements, in August 2012, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, and the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, issued Joint Corporation Average Fuel Economy, or CAFE, standards for newly manufactured light-duty vehicles. Vehicles covered under the CAFE standards include passenger cars, sport utility vehicles, vans, and light-duty trucks. The EPA greenhouse gas standards will limit emissions to 163 grams per mile of carbon dioxide in model year or MY 2025. Translated to miles per gallon or MPG, the NHTSA expects the combined average fuel economy for newly sold vehicles to increase to 49.7 miles per gallon 
by model year 2025. The CAFE standard MPG increase from MY 2017 through MY 2025. Projected CAFE standard average combined fuel efficiencies MPG. 2015, 32.6, 2016, 34.1, 2017, 35.4, 2018, 35.4, 2019, 36.5, 2020, 38.9, 2021, 41, 2022, 43, 2023, 45.1, 2024, 47.4, and 2025, 49.7. Although required increases in per-gallon fuel efficiency end with model year 2025, the majority of the existing vehicle fleet will not meet CAFE standards for many years. The Congressional Budget Office estimates that the nationwide vehicle fleet will meet CAFE standards by 2040, resulting in a 21% decrease in federal gasoline tax revenues. Similarly, The Energy Information Agency, or EIA, forecasts that by 2040, the light-duty vehicle fleet will consume 25% less energy than the 2013 fleet. For heavy and medium-duty trucks, in 2011, the NHTSA and EPA issued fuel standards that took effect in model year 2014 and will gradually increase until 2018. Again, these fuel standards target greenhouse gas emissions. Fuel efficiency standards for these vehicles are divided into three categories, each required to meet a different standard. Categories include combination tractors, 20% reduction in fuel consumption, heavy-duty trucks and vans, 15% reduction in fuel consumption, and vocational vehicles, 10% reduction in fuel consumption. The NHTSA estimates that these reductions could reduce fuel consumptions by one to four gallons per every 100 miles. In 2012, heavy trucks in Iowa traveled a total of 2.8 billion miles and consumed 668.2 million diesel gallons. Iowa's heavy and medium-duty vehicle fleet composition is unknown and estimating the exact impact to fuel consumption is difficult. However, approximate NHTSA fuel efficiency improvement estimates provide enough information to calculate estimates. For example, reducing diesel gallons consumed, primarily used by trucks in Iowa, by one gallon per 100 miles will decrease revenue to the RUTF by roughly $6.2 million per year. In February 2014, President Obama directed the EPA and the NHTSA to develop Phase 2 of the Joint Fuel Standards Targeting Greenhouse Gas Emissions. Notice of proposed rulemaking is to be issued in March 2015 with the final rules targeted for March 2016. These rules will set further fuel standards for medium and heavy-duty trucks. Vehicle miles traveled. Fuel tax collections are in part driven by the total number of miles traveled on the road system, referred to as vehicle miles traveled, or VMT. The VMT is estimated annually for state, county, and city roads by the DOT based on traffic counts combined with roadway length. Historically, the VMT has increased annually across the United States and in Iowa. In turn, increased VMT tends to increase fuel consumption and fuel tax receipts if fuel efficiency is unchanged. However, in recent years, total VMT nationwide and in Iowa have remained relatively flat. VMT increases in Iowa began to slow starting in the early 2000s, a trend mirrored at the national level. From 1983, the earliest available data, to 1999, VMT in Iowa increased at an annual average of 2.6%. Since 2000, VMT has increased by an average of 0.5%. 
For the United States, these numbers are 3.1% and 0.7% respectively. In addition to improved fuel efficiency, this trend is reducing fuel receipts. Declines in per capita VMT also portray changing driving habits. Both in Iowa and nationwide per capita, VMT peaked in 2004. Notably, Iowa's per capita VMT has declined at a slower annual pace than the national trend, an average decrease of 0.7% for Iowa compared to 1% nationally. Declining VMT is a relatively new phenomenon, and projecting future VMT is beyond the scope of this issue review. The VMT depends on a variety of factors, including fuel prices, economic growth, and demographics. Considering these factors, an Energy Information Agency forecast discussed, projects national VMT annual average growth at 0.9% between 2015 and 2024. Options and assumptions. This issue review assesses five options to change the fuel tax and the capacity to finance road funding shortfalls. Individual calculations share several baseline assumptions, including fuel consumption, prices, economic conditions, and implementation timelines. Although these fuel tax options were proposed either by the DOT or in legislation, this list is not comprehensive review of all potential fuel tax structures and potential modifications are numbers. Reviewed options include current law. This option will maintain the current fuel tax structure as exists. 10 cent fuel tax increase. This option incrementally increases the motor fuel tax over three years by 10 cents. The tax is increased by 3 cents in fiscal year 2016, 3 cents in fiscal year 2017, and 4 cents per gallon in fiscal year 2018. Sales tax eliminates the per gallon fuel tax and replaces it with a tax of 6% on the per gallon retail price of fuel. The DOT identified this tax change option prior to the 2014 legislative session. Combination fuel tax imposes a tax on motor fuel and special fuel that combines a per gallon tax and a percentage sales tax. The tax will be 16 cents per gallon on gasoline and gasohol, 18 cents per gallon of diesel, and a sales tax of 5% on the retail price of fuel. Inflation Index adjusts the fuel tax annually by the change in the Consumer Price Index for All Urban Consumers, or CPI-U. The annual adjustment is rounded to the nearest half cent. Inflationary adjustments are applied to the rounded tax rate from the prior year. Indexed Increase increases the Motor Fuel Tax, or MFT, by 10 cents over three years and adjusts the fuel tax annually by the annual change in the CPI-U. The tax is increased by $0.03 cents in fiscal year 2016, $0.03 cents in fiscal year 2017, and $0.04 cents in fiscal year 2018. The annual CPI adjustment is rounded to the nearest half cent. Inflationary adjustments are applied to the rounded tax rate from the prior year. This option was not proposed, but is a combination of a $0.10 cent increase and the inflation index tax changes. Revenue estimates for these options share a common set of assumptions and utilize Energy Information Agency Annual Energy Outlook to develop estimates. The primary EIA Energy Outlook scenario, called Reference Scenario, is a, quote, trend estimate given known technology and technological and demographic trends. The EIA Energy Outlook consider alternative assumptions. Two of these scenarios are considered in high oil price scenario and low oil price scenario. These alternative scenarios are referenced in the issue review main text but not outlined in detail. 
Alternative options, additional tax and fee options that leave fuel tax rates unchanged will be discussed. These options are not comprehensive and are intended to provide complementary or alternative options. Additionally, the administrative functions necessary to implement these options are not addressed. The following list reviews other options that were discussed or studied in Iowa and other studies. The ability to estimate revenue for these options is mixed and they are not addressed alongside fuel tax proposals in the budget impact section. Mileage-based user fees, or MBUF, are levied to drivers for total miles traveled on the road system. Currently, MBUF programs are being piloted and tested in Colorado, Minnesota, Nevada, Oregon, Texas, and Washington. The University of Iowa also conducted a national MBUF study. The program's Utilize an onboard computer, smartphone, odometer, or GPS device to track the mileage of users. To date, Oregon has developed the largest pilot program. The Oregon pilot is accepting 5,000 volunteer drivers that will pay 1.5 cents per mile travel. No states have implemented a statewide MBUF program. To date, no bills to enact an MBUF pilot in Iowa have been introduced. Revenue estimates are unavailable at this time. Electric and hybrid car fees could be adjusted to offset revenue reductions due to increased fuel efficiency. According to the National Conference of State Legislators, or NCSL, five states have additional annual registrations fees for electric vehicles. No states have active annual special fees for hybrids. However, Virginia had enacted a special fee for hybrid vehicles that was repealed in early 2014. Annual fees in other states range from $50 to $100. In 2013, the DOT identified 41 electric vehicles registered in Iowa. No bills have proposed this change. As of October 2014, there are 223 electric cars and 21,800 hybrids registered in Iowa. Increasing the fee for new registration is another option that will increase revenue. Currently, the purchaser of a vehicle pays 5% of the vehicle's sales price at the sale. This option has not been proposed in legislation. Increasing this fee to 6% will increase revenue by approximately $60 million according to the DOT. Eliminate road user fee exemption for agricultural equipment. Currently, agricultural equipment is eligible to use dyed diesel that is exempt from fuel taxes. Fuel taxes for dyed diesel could adopt the fuel tax structure in place or adopt a parallel structure. For instance, gallons consumed could be taxed on a flat per gallon rate or by the price of fuel. This option has not been proposed in legislation. The DOT estimated that applying a 6% fuel tax will increase revenue by $38 million per year and allow a 1% local option sales tax, or LOST, on fuel sales. This option has not been proposed in legislation. The DOT estimated that a 1% LOST on fuel sales enacted in all local jurisdictions will increase revenue by $80 million per year. Budget Impact This section will review the budget impact of current law and the five fuel tax policies for the EIA reference scenario. Specifically, this section will discuss revenue changes, behavior compared to other scenarios, flexibility, and uncertainty. Under current law, revenue is estimated to increase by 1.1% in fiscal year 2016 when compared to fiscal year 2015. After fiscal year 2016, revenue is projected to decline between 0.8% and 1.2% each year. A 10-cent fuel tax increase will increase revenue to the RUTF by 
$1.6 billion over nine fiscal years. Compared to current law, the change is estimated to increase revenue by $57.8 million in fiscal year 2016, $121 million in fiscal year 2017, and $203.7 million in fiscal year 2018, the first year of full implementation. Once fully implemented, tax receipt increases are projected to gradually decline, decreasing to $189 million by fiscal year 2024. Fuel consumption decreases are projected in all three EIA scenarios, regardless of assumed fuel prices. Consumption declines are projected to occur faster with high oil prices and slower with low oil prices. This option will fall short of funding the estimated critical needs shortfall, but ranks third among revenue increases. An additional one cent increase will provide an initial increase large enough to meet the critical needs shortfall. Replacing a per gallon tax with a 6% sales tax on the price of fuel has the highest degree of uncertainty. Compared to current law, the EIA reference scenario projects a revenue loss of $493.7 million over nine years with a decrease of $55 million in fiscal year 2016 and $72.1 million in fiscal year 2017. However, high and low oil price scenarios substantially alter revenue projections. The high oil price scenario is estimated to increase receipts by $637.8 million over nine years, whereas the low oil price scenario is projected to reduce revenue by $1.3 billion. Based on these scenarios, a 6% sales tax will not meet the critical needs shortfall under all scenarios. This option could be altered to increase revenue projections by raising the tax percentage or setting a price per gallon floor. However, to meet the estimated critical needs shortfall, the price per gallon floor must be above current gasoline and diesel prices. In the reference scenario, a combination fuel tax is projected to increase revenue by $2 billion over nine years compared to current law, the largest increase of the proposed policies. This option is less susceptible to fluctuations in the price of gasoline than a straight sales tax, but still varies significantly. Over nine years, the revenue difference between the high and low oil price scenarios is $1.1 billion. Consequently, the ability to meet the critical needs shortfall remains dependent on oil prices. Both the reference scenario and the high oil price scenario will raise enough money to cover the critical needs shortfall. The reference scenario will increase revenue by an average of $224.5 million per year, whereas the high oil price scenario will increase revenue by an average of $317.7 million per year. The low oil price scenario will increase revenue by an average of $160.9 million per year. This option could be amended to decrease or increase revenue estimates. A floor for the taxed price of gasoline would limit the potential of a low oil price scenario to decrease revenue below $215 million. The option could include a ceiling on the price of oil. A price ceiling and floor could be used independently or in concert and could adjust in future years. Similarly, different taxation levels could be set. This includes considering tax percentages other than 5% of the price of fuel or adjusting the per gallon portion of the tax. The fourth option links fuel tax to an inflation index to annually adjust the per gallon fuel tax. In the reference case, this option is projected to provide the fourth largest increase compared to current law, 
Over nine years, an additional $399.3 million will be collected in fuel tax. This is an average annual increase of $44.3 million, short of the critical needs shortfall of $215 million per year. Notably, the low oil price scenario is the best environment for total fuel tax collection when the fuel tax is indexed to inflation. The EIA high oil case projects steeper declines in fuel consumption due to higher fuel prices. Consequently, the decrease in motor fuel consumption under the high oil price scenario will offset larger CPI adjustments that occur in a high fuel cost environment. However, an environment with annual inflation below 1% prevents annual adjustments to the fuel tax. Such an environment is not forecast in the three ENI scenarios presented in this issue review. An inflation index could be amended to include a maximum or minimum annual adjustment or to stagger years when an adjustment may occur. The final option is to increase the fuel tax by 10 cents and annually adjust the tax by inflation, 10 cent fuel tax increase and inflation index. In the reference case, this option is projected to increase revenue by $2 billion over nine years compared to current law, the second largest increase of given options. Outside of the 10-year time frame, this option is likely to provide the largest revenue increase. Currently, this option raises less money than the combination fuel tax due to a phased implementation. Once fully implemented in fiscal year 2018, this option will increase revenue by an annual average of $256.9 million per year, ranking first among selected tax policies. After the third year, this tax change will surpass the critical needs shortfall of $215 million per year. In the alternative scenarios, this tax change will behave identically to the inflation index fuel tax. An indexed increase will increase revenue enough to cover the critical needs shortfall in all scenarios. Finally, this option could be amended to include a maximum or minimum annual adjustment or to stagger adjustment years cents per gallon increases could also be phased in over a longer period of time. Any amendments or alterations to tax options listed will change the estimated fiscal impact of the options discussed in this issue review. Conclusion. Revenue estimates for the five fuel tax options included in this issue review demonstrate the capacity of potential changes to generate new revenue in three different environments. Changing driving behaviors and increasing fuel efficiency forecasted in all three EIA models appear poised to decrease fuel consumption as the DOT identifies large unfunded construction and maintenance needs on state roads. Current law projections are estimated to reduce revenue by $32.4 million when comparing fiscal year 2024 to fiscal year 2015. Proposed fuel tax options demonstrate capacity, likelihood, and certainty of funding critical needs shortfalls in different environments. Of the five tax changes estimated in this issue review, two are projected to increase revenue enough to meet an annual critical needs shortfall of $215 million. A combination fuel tax generates the highest level of potential revenue but has a higher degree of uncertainty due to its relationship to fuel prices. An indexed increase to the fuel tax has slightly less revenue potential within the nine years projected, primarily due to a phased implementation. Once fully implemented, this option averages the highest annual revenue increase and lower uncertainty. 
a 10 cent fuel tax increase is the other option that provides revenue approaching critical funding levels. If altered by adding an additional 1 cent, this option will increase revenue by over $215 million, but revenue will decrease over time. The staff contact for this issue review is Adam Broich, Legislative Analyst, at 515-281-8223 from the Fiscal Division of the Legislative Services Agency. To see all charts, graphs, attachments, and Internet address links, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the Publications tab at the top. Next, click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area on the left. Scroll down and look under the heading Fiscal Publications and click on Issue Reviews.